Today's daf is Psachim daf nun beis. We are nun aleph from a beis, two lines from the bottom. Amalei Rav Safra, the Rabbi Abba. Rav Safra said the following to Rabbi Abba. So, the context of this Gemara is talking about what we just mentioned outside before, before we started the recording was that a person has to take on the minhagim of the, of the city that he's in. And when you travel, you create situations of conflict because now you're traveling from city A to city B. So the halachas, the Mishnah said, you retain the chumras of your own city and you have to keep what, what the, the, the new city does as well. So that's our Mishnah. So comes along the Gemara, which literally means we know how to be makdish the chaydesh. But the point is, if you look at all the Rishonim, the, the, the point of this Gemara is that they only kept one day of Yantif. So, however, if we would spend Yantif Shani in a place where they would, they would, they would have, they had a minute to keep two days. So I'll, I'll explain it based on the Ritva or the, or the Rambam, that certain towns had the, uh, the Edom coming and telling them a Kudush, you know, that, that uh, it's the new month. And certain places they couldn't get to in time. So those places ended up having to keep two days of Yantif. So let's say they were in a different place. Let's say all this is gone. We're going to Rambam's day. And the Rambam's way of learning it, that even after there was no longer Kiddush HaChadosh, those cities that never had access to Edim, and they always had to keep two days, they still have to keep two days. The Ritva holds us at Hawaii Paskin. We don't care about the cities anymore. We go by Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, you keep one day. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, you keep two days. But the point is, someone who went from a place where they only keep one day, if you have your, you have your Eretz Yisrael fellow who's in America visiting his grandparents for Yantif. Halach is Biyishav Layavina. When he's in the from community, he should not be doing malacha on the second day Yantif. Because he's going to be causing Machlaikas. Everyone else is, you know, going to shul. He's busy driving. However, by Midbar Mai, what if he's in the desert, he's in the middle of nowhere? There's no community around him. Amar. Rav Ami Midbar In the Yishuv, that's where it's Asr. But in the Midbar It'll be much. So I had a friend that used to live here, Avram Klein. So he didn't ask me this question. Before he came to Minneapolis, before he moved there, he had to go to a conference in the University of Minnesota on the second day Yantif. So he's Israeli. He didn't even live in Minneapolis yet, but he had, he had a flight leaving Israel and coming landing in uh, landing in the airport on on Yant- on the second day Yantif. And his question was, is that considered part of the Yishuv? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, Simon Tav Tzadi Vav. The way he, the Achronim defined it is by the Tchum Shabbos. So he's trying to figure out the University of Minnesota is in the Tchum Shabbos of the, the St. Louis Park uh, community. So Pasha said it is part of the Tchum. You're not really leaving the city by getting there. Either way, I don't know why he didn't think of this. There's a Chabad on campus. There's a, uh, there's a Hillel home. So what does it mean, part of the Yishov? <laughs> if, there's a, if there's from people that live there, they, they host Yantif meals, they live there. So anyways, he did not come. He did not attend. That was the Pesach he got from whoever he asked. That, that is considered part, and he can't be, can't be doing Malacha on the second day Yantif in America, where we keep two days. He only keeps one day, so he cannot do that. And that's not Halacha. Halacha is that a Chutznik, I'm sorry, Eretz uh, Yid, that is in Chutz Laaretz, has to keep both, he, b- 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 for Hesia, he has to keep both days. 
Now, what about Betzina, when no one's looking? So according to the Taz, you can do whatever you want. You can watch TV, you can do whatever you want. Halacha, we do not pass like that. Again, there are those that are mekel, but the, the Mishabru and all the Yachrenim argue, and they hold that they cannot do malacha, because if they do malacha, then they can end up doing other things, farhasya. However, when it comes to putting on tefillin, or making avdallah after the first, they have to do that. But as far as doing malacha, they should not be doing malacha b'tzina. So look in the, right there, simen tav tzadivav, sif gimel, look at the shulchan aruch, and the, uh, the Mishabru brings in all the shitas, they should, not be, uh, doing, they should not be cooking in their home on the second day of Yantif. What about the other way? When a chutznik goes to Eretz Yisrael for Yantif, so that those Paiskim they want to say, again, I'm not telling you to rely on this, that any time we're in Eretz Yisrael today, in today's world where it's so easy to access Israel, that we all belong there and we should only keep one day, even when we're there. That has not been accepted by most Paiskim. Um, there is a Lubavitcher which is found in the writings of the Balatanya, that it goes by the Minak HaMakim, that it's based on the Makim. He actually has a shot on this Gemara, we're not going to get to it, and that Lubavitchers will always keep whatever the Minak HaMakim is. This is a Shita when it comes to traveling to Hawaii, for those that ever thought about that. They go by whatever the Makim keeps, Hilcha Shabbos, Hilcha Ziantav as well, it's based on the Makim, and therefore Lubavitchers, they visit Eretz Yisrael just once in their life, Yantif, they keep one day. There's a sheet according to Rosham Zaman Orbach that if you're for Yantif, every Yantif you're in Eretz Yisrael, so you go Pesach, Shvu, Sukkot, you're always there. So maybe that also is a din of uh, someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, you'll ask Shaila if, if that is Negea to you. Other places say if you, own, if you own property there and you go, so everyone knows all the different Ethereum. But the point is if someone decides he's living there, so then that the, that's already considered that you're part of the, that, that you live there, as opposed to someone who's visiting, so you have a din of a visitor, and you have to keep the chumras of the place where you left. So a classic psak, an American goes to Eretzor for Yantiv, he keeps two days, because he plans on coming back to, to America, and therefore he has to keep the chumras of his own chumras and keep two days. Okay. Rav Nassan bar Asya Azami Rav the Pumpadisa Biyantiv Sheni Shalatzeres. So he once went from from uh, Beirav to Pumbadisa on the second day of Shavuos, which you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to do it, they, they keep 2,000 Amma, they, they keep, uh, they, they keep Yantif there. So, Shamte Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef put him in Cherem. Amalei Abaya, Lenagdi Marnigide, why didn't you give him Malchus? Isn't Malchus worse than Cherem? So, Amalei Adifa Avdile. I gave him uh, the more Chamor punishment, which is putting someone in Cherem. How do I know that? In Eretz Yisrael, when a Talmud would, uh, would, would, you know, would sour, would go bad, they would, they would give him Malkus, but they would not give him Nidoy because they didn't want to do the worst punishment. They were concerned for Kavad Atayra, and Nidoy is more Chamor than giving Malkus. Okay, it could be a different version of the same Concept, Nagdi Rav Yosef, Yosef gave him Malkus, Amalei Abaya Nishamtima, why don't you give him, put him in Cherem, which is worse. So the, so the Gemara says, the Rav Shmuel, Amalei Tavayi, Minadinam, Shneyam, Tavim, Shagali, someone who doesn't keep two days of Yantif, in Chutzlaretz, they give him, they put him in Nidoy, Saramalei, Hanimili, Inishta Amo, that's talking about a regular Stam Joe, Hacha Tzurman, Midrabanan, who is a Tamachacham, special treatment, the Tavalei Avde, they didn't give him such a bad punishment, they were, they were a little nice to him. They figure they'll invest in him to Marava Mimnu and the Gitta the Bar Beirav Le Mimnu Ashamti. You see, they didn't put them in Cherem. They instead gave them Malchus. Okay, so that's the beginning of today's daf. Now we'll segue into the next sugya here. So, our Mishnah.
Really what the Mishnah did was it said that there's a concept of a person has to keep the chumras of the place where he left and also keep the chumras of the new place. Then the, then the Mishnah said v'chein. And v'chein, the same thing applies to Shemitah. So what's going on by Shemitah? So a few halachas. There's a lot of details here if you want. I brought some books along, just reading it before. Next year, Shemitah, so we could touch up on some of the halachas I never learned. But uh, basically, halachas, a person's not allowed to work. One of, there are many halachas that, that, that pertain to Shemitah. One of the halachas are you're not allowed to work during, during the seventh year. You can't work the field. Anything that grows in the field is hefker. Now, how do you eat? So the same way it's hefker for everyone, you're also allowed, anyone's allowed to come and take. But you can't just stock up and not leave anything out in the field. So there's a halacha, there's details in this halacha. Look at the Rambam, look at the Mishnayis. You're allowed to take what's normal. Now, you can't take a, a, a abundance. You have to you, you take what, 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 you, what your family needs, what your animals need. Now, at some point, if the, if the produce left in the field has been totally consumed, there's no more left, so the halacha is you have to go take out what you, what you put in your garage, what you put in your pantry, you have to take that out and put it into the field. That's called the Zman Biur. Just by the way, in about a year or two, you're going to be seeing signs in different kashrus magazines, the Zman Biur. What in the world does that mean? So we'll see. That halacha is that the Zman Biur, there's a machlekes in the Rishonim, what you're supposed to do. We pass and they have to make it hefker. That let's say somehow you got your hands on wine from Shemitah, and it's in Chutzlaris. How did you do that? We'll learn Hilcha Shemitah one day, Bez Hashem, together, somehow. We'll figure out a time, a podcast. We'll learn Hilcha Shemitah. Somehow you got, you know, 2022 wine, okay? The year 2020 is probably going to, going to be the wine crush of Shemitah. 20, I think it's 2022. So meaning next year is already Shemitah, but it's all about when, they, when, they, when the wine is a third, gro- a third grown, when the grapes. Either way, so now you have a bottle of wine. So... At some point, there's going to be no more grapes left in Eretz Yisrael. So the halacha is, if you have wine from Shemitah, you have to be mavarit. What is mavarit? The Ram holds you, Ramesh, have to destroy it. But we paskin like the Ramban, all you need to do is make it hefker. So that's called this man beer. The point is, you really should bring it back. We'll see in our Gemara, they're not going to bring it back to Eretz Yisrael. But that wine is no, you cannot just say, oh, it's mine, and uh, I took it. Since there's nothing left in the field, that's called this man beer. At, at that point, you have to in those days, you brought it out to the field. We'll say you just have to make it hefker. That's the halacha of bior, okay? Now, what in the world does that have to do with our case? So the Mishnah said like this. We'll read the Mishnah again. We'll read it outside. Let's say you travel from city A to city B. And in city A, they finished, the, the, the fruits in the field have been totally consumed, okay? And you went to a new place, the city B, to a place where they're still an abundance of fruit out on the field. Or the opposite. The Mishnah said, you have to take your fruit and put it out on the field or make it hefker. Whatever you need to do. That was the first, that was the halach of the Mishnah. Why? It seems like the same theme. I have to keep the chumras of my place. So in my, in city A, where I came from, there's no longer, there's no apples left in the, in the field. So my apples now have to become hefker. Or the other case where I go to a new city, city B, and there the apples are gone, I have to say, hey guys, I have apples in my suitcase, anybody could take it, you have to make it hefker. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, 
Rabbi Huda said, no. We say, Now, what in the world does the Rabbi Huda mean? We did not give a translation when we read the Mishnah. There's going to be four different ways, or maybe a few more, how to understand what Rabbi Huda means when he says, So at this point, the Gemara assumes that he could tell the people, so let's say he went from city A to city B, okay? And in city A, there's plenty of fruit out in the field. And he happened to take some and bring it to city B. And in city B, there's nothing left in the field. So the people in city B say, hey, open your suitcase. <laughs> we want your apples. He could tell them, no. You go back to where I came from. Go find the fancy fruit store that's bringing in fruit from the other place. Don't bother me. You could go yourself and take, take the fruit. Okay? He could basically tell them, the place where I brought from, go, go yourself. Okay, now what do you see from here? That Rabbi Yehuda seems to hold, anytime there's not going to be a confrontation, meaning if you have a way out, tell them you guys can get your own fruit, and therefore I'm not, I'm not in your face, there's no problem. And therefore Rabbi Yehuda holds, you don't have to keep, you don't have to be machmer like them, because there's a way to navigate it. So the Gemara is conscious like this. You're telling me that Rabbi Yehuda holds that there's no such din as you have to keep the chumras of your place. And all he holds is that just avoid machoikas. That's it. Meaning, we had a whole mission. The mission said two very interesting halachas. Number one, you have to keep the chumras of your place, even when you went to another town, which means the fellow from America who goes to Herzog Yantif has to keep two days Yantif. That's one halacha. The other halacha is that the Herzog Yantif who comes to Chostar also has to keep two days Yantif. Because has to be for both places. Now, it seems like Horn Yehuda, if you could navigate the, the machloikes, then these halachas don't apply. Freight thing about, really? Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold of these rules of our Mishnah. They have to keep the original chumras, and these chumras apply it. The din of minog. Veles, Rabbi Yehuda hadetanan, doesn't hold of our Mishnah that noisin lav chumri amakam shiatsumisham and chumri amakam shalachasham. So the Mishnah says that you do have to keep these chumras. Yet Rabbi Huda seems to hold that you don't have to be machmir here. You could tell them, go get your own fruit, and I don't have to be machmir like you. This isn't a minhag, it's situational. No, it's a good point. But the concept of be, not being machmir, yeah, you, you're right. You could just say the whole thing doesn't make any sense here. It's not applicable, right? But, but it's a good question. It's a kash on the whole sugya. But let's assume that we're just trying to show that, that well, we're assuming it's a chumrah, right? There's a chumrah that, uh, you know, your fruit, or, or the fruit in the new place, since there's nothing left in the field, you should have to take, put your fruit, you're eating it in front of them, then you should be machmer like them. They're machmer, they can't eat fruit in the field. Everything is hefker. You should be machmer like them. Okay, so the Gemara is going to answer, uh, have different, uh, different options here, how to understand what Rabbi Huda meant. Again, Rabbi Huda said a line, Tsei v'havi af'ata. What in the world does that mean? So Rav Shishir, Rav Rav Idi, Milsach, Riti, Kamar Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda was talking about something else. V'hachi ka'amar. The case was like this. There were two cases in the Mishnah. You went from city A to city B, or from city B to city A. The point was that one place was the Zman Bir, the other place was not yet the Zman Bir. Okay? Comes along, Rabbi Huda, and says, I... Both places, I, I leave city A, I live in city A, I took my fruit, I put it in the suitcase, the time I'm leaving, there's no, uh, there's no problems, there's plenty of fruit in the field. 
I go to City B, and there's plenty of fruit in the field there too. I get a text message, by the way, City A no longer has any fruit, right? I, I'm reached via WhatsApp or what is the new one, Telegram or whatever. They tell me, all the mice, they tell me, isn't Telegram the old, old way of doing it? That I now know that my original city doesn't have fruit. So what's the back and forth? So the Mishnah said, the Tanakam host, higher the fire. You have to keep Imachmir like your original town. Well, you think you're better than everyone else because you went to Florida? No, you, you, you have, you're, you're a real New Yorker, whatever it is. You, go, you have to deal with what your original city is up to. And since in your original city, it's a Zman Bior, you have to go back. You have to be Mavarit like the Minak of your town. Rabbi Hudarmer, no. He's potter from doing it. Why? He could tell the people from his original city, send a text message back to them, what, I should come back from Florida? No, you guys come here. And come here, it's beautiful here. Here, there's plenty of fruit. You don't, you're telling me I have to come back and bring my fruit back? You guys show, come down south, and I am not coming back. And therefore, Rabbi Huth is being makel, and he could tell them, you guys come here to the city where there's plenty of fruit in the field. Okay, so the Gemara says, "Remember, You're telling me that you're learning our mission that Abhuda was being meiko. He was saying that he doesn't have to be mavar his fruit. Abhuda was the machmir one in our Mishnah, so it doesn't fit. So the Gemara says, "You're right." Ella We'll just switch it around. The Tanakama held. You're down in Florida. You get a text that back up up north. There's no fruit left. You don't have to make your fruit in your suitcase hefker because you're not there anymore. Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, no. That they could tell him, You should take out the fruit that you brought from there. That's where the, the origin of this fruit and these fruits now have a din of beer. There's like a din in the fruit that has to be hefker now. Okay? Uh, that's option number two. Abaya Amar, a third way of learning what Rabbi Huda said, Really, it's as we originally learned our Mishnah. This is what the Tanakhama meant to say. So the Tanakhama's case was like this. A person brings Perishvius from a place that was Kalu, or You're going from A to B or B to A. Either way, one of them was Kalu, one of them was not Kalu. Halacha is the Tanakhama holds Chaya Devar. However, what if you brought them to a, from, a, from city A to city B? You brought it back to city. So here we go. You're, you're in city A. In A, there's no kalu. There's plenty of fruit out, out there. Then you go to city B for, on a business trip. You have your apple in your suitcase that your wife sent you. She doesn't want you to eat too much garbage. So she sent you the fruit. And you didn't eat it. You come back with the same apple in your suitcase. Okay? Now, in city B, it was the kalu. They did finish the fruit. And when you were there, you probably should have taken it out. Because at that point, they, they finished the fruit. But you brought it back home. You didn't eat it there. You brought it back to city A. And in city A, it's a dying loy kalu. They still didn't finish the fruit. There's plenty of fruits in the, in the field. So what's the halacha here? Ain't a chayi levar. The Tanakhama holds, you are not chayiv to be... Mevarit, why? Because I'm back in city A, there's plenty of fruit outside. Rabbi, who does machmir oimer? No, you do indeed have to, which is a, it's a wild chiddish. At this point, I'm back home, there's plenty of fruit in the, in, in the fields, why do I have to take out my fruit from my suitcase? 
So why is that? Because they could tell him, Where'd you come from? You came from Florida. So they finished their fruits over there. So now you have, your apples had a din for five minutes in transit that they were, they were in a town where there was a beer. So now you have to go take out your apples. Maskler of Ashi makes no sense. He asked the Kashal of Yehuda, because it was the back of the donkey, or as he would say, on the flight, being in the airspace of City B, that makes it Kaluloi, and now it's Chai Lavar, makes no sense. As we were all looking at, you know, in, in wonderment, what type of halacha is that? That since I passed by the city, the apple has a din now of, of beer? It doesn't make any sense. Alan Ravashi, they plucked at the honey tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to say that our machlekes is the same machlekes as the following tanam. It's not written in a Mishnah. Someone's making pickles, and he's pickling, let's say, cucumbers, tomatoes, and I don't know, garlic. He's, he's pickling three different vegetables together. The chavis achas in one barrel. So the halacha is, that when you pickle something together, the taste transfers just as if it was cooked. That's the halacha. Okay, so, Now the question is like this. You have three vegetables in this pickle jar, and taste has transferred from one to the other. So let's look at Hilcha Shemitah now for a minute. When there's a concept of that there's no more cucumbers left in the field, so halacha is beer, I've got to take my cucumbers from my house and, and bring it outside, make it hefker. However, there's the taste of cucumbers in my tomatoes, in my garlic. Three vegetables have a taste of that. On the other hand, your cucumbers are not 100% cucumbers anymore. It's cucumbers with a taste of tomatoes and a taste of garlic. So you can look at it with eyes of chumrah, that all of them can no longer be consumed, have to be made half grim. Or you can look at it with eyes of kula, that there's not one of them that's totally kalos. We have machlekes. You're allowed to eat from any of these three pickles, pickled uh, vegetables, only ala rishon, before the first vegetable is totally consumed in the field. Once the first vegetable goes, there's no more tomatoes left in the field, so your three vegetable you know, reimagined pickles are gone. Okay? You, you have, those have to be made hefker. Rabbi Shuram are the opposite. Even on the last one, you could do all up until three. Why is that? Because he holds that it has to be a kaluloi legamri, and each of these vegetables have tastes of other vegetables in it, and that other vegetable is not yet kaluloi, so therefore you have up until all three are gone. Takes a more practical one. He's not so convinced about this whole kavash kimavushal business. So you pick out the cucumbers, pick out the tomatoes. The other ones are still good. And in fact, the paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. So what does that have to do with our case? So the Tanakama holds when a person is going from place to place. The case was where you took three vegetables and and now the question is like this, right? He holds like Rabbi Yeshua that as long as one of them is gone, the whole thing is, I'm sorry, he holds like Rabbi Yeshua that, yeah, that, that, that you have up until all three being totally consumed in order for you to be chayiv levire, okay? And how do you read the words? Hamoylech, someone who, who walks fr- fruits together, kvushim yachad, to a place where they all the meaning were finished, Chai Levar. So you have to be very creative how you, you know, how you write this Mishnah. What if only some of them were finished? You could still eat from 
that from the min because each vegetable has the taste of all three. Comes along Rabbi Yehuda, so this is how we're trying to figure out our Mechlechus. Rabbi Yehuda, no, he also grabbed Gamliel, that each min on its own is viewed independently, so no more tomatoes in the field, no more tomatoes left in your pickle jar. And therefore he says, Tsei atta, each one, Af atta, each one on its own, you have to remove. The Pnei Yeshua was bothered by this whole thing. If this was the Machlekes, what if to concoct a case of, of, uh, of, of going from city to city, just, hey, a regular Machlekes regarding pickles, does pickling do it or not? So it's, it's an excellent question. I think the point is that the Mishnah wasn't trying to bring down Machlekes. The Mishnah was, just, this, is my own, this is my own answer. I think there's a random answer to this, but my own answer would be that the Mishnah is not trying to tell me different halachas regarding Shemitah. The Mishnah is just telling me one thing, that when I go from place to place, the, uh, you have to take on the hormones of that place. So Rabbi Yehuda sticks in, just by the way, arguing the Tanakhama regarding that specific detail. Your detail was, was discussing, you know, uh, moving vegetables. When it comes to vegetables, I argue, but I think it's an excellent kasha. The Pnei Yeshua asks kasha, and the Tzlach asks the kasha. This territory of Ashi is extremely difficult to, to understand why a Mishnah would have to go out of its way to tell me these halachas. Okay, Ravina Amar, we have a fifth jab, a fifth attempt. Again, whenever you have ten attempts at answering a Mishnah, each one of them is flawed, so clearly that one was an issue. Ravina Amar looked at the Hani Tanai, a different Machlech, it's not the Tani or the Tnan, Oichlin Bat Tamarim. So halacha is, again, just to, just to repeat, whenever this fruit is still available in the field, halacha is every individual is allowed to feed it to his animals inside. You could serve it to your family, no problem. Once that fruit is gone, halacha is you got to remove it from your house and bring it outside. So let's say we're dealing with dates. So you could continue eating dates of Shemitah. So Tsar was the, the town where they had these, uh, these dates, these uh, date trees. So when the last trees in Tsar when they've been finally consumed, that's when you have to take out your dates and bring it outside. Let's say there is no longer an abundance of dates, but there's still a few left amongst the branches, so then people do have access to it, so then you can say, hey, guys, go get it. Once the only remaining dates are amongst the thorns, so it's difficult to access it, so then we say it's no longer accessible to the, to, to the typical people or typical animals, and therefore you have to bring out the fruit from your home. So what's the machlech? Tanakama holds that kalua peris minasade, that means it's kalilagamri. But if there's still something left, you're not chayav levar. Rabbi Yehuda holds, he's being machmer, and he holds like Rabbi Shimon that you cannot eat on, uh, on, on, you, can't, you can't continue eating based on the fact there's still some left. And he says, no, meaning, no, if you think that it's accessible, so you will get it from the thorns, but no one's going to get it, and therefore it's not accessible, and therefore you have to take out what's left in your property. The same kasha could be asked, what does that have to do with going from place to place? But the Gemara doesn't seem to think that's important, and we'll leave it at that. Okay, let's do one or two more Gemaras. Tanan Hasim looked in a Mishnah regarding Shemitah. So, Shalosh Aratis Labir. So, Eretz is divided into three different areas. So you have three different zones. The point is that when we say that there's no longer anything left in your field, we don't go by every individual farm, every individual orchard. In the we go by regions. So, there's three regions for Beor, Yehuda, Eve Hayadina, and the Galil. So, these three regions and each one has to figure out in their zone, do we still have dates left? Do we still have grapes left? 
And each one of these zones have three smaller zones that, so really have nine, if you, if you do, had a map, it would actually be nine zones and nine color-coded areas regarding Shemitah. The three in each is the valleys, the mountains, and the lowlands. And you have the Yehuda, Eber Yad, and then the Galil. So that gives you nine. Okay. Now, Velama Amr Shalash Labir. So why do we see there's three different regions? Shiyoichlin Bechol Achas Va'achas. The halacha is that that each one each one has its own law. Meaning, in each region you could still eat at Ha'achren Shabbat. When the last of the three meaning the har, the mountain, the valley, and the, and the shvela, in each region, so you're able to, so let's say you're in the Galil, okay? And there's three subcategories in the Galil, okay? So as long as one of the three still has dates, so any, anyone in the har or the valley in the Galil could still eat their dates. However, what if there's still fruit left in a different region, in, in, in uh, Avery Yardin, Halachas doesn't help you. Unless you're in Avery Yardin, doesn't help you. So you have three different regions, and each region has three sub-zones. In those sub-zones, we could start saying, okay, in the other, in the neighboring zone is fine, that's okay, but as far as going to a different region, that, that doesn't work. Now, I mean, no, honey, Mili, how do you know this? What's what? the point of the sub-zones? What's the point of the sub-zones? I think that was just, was, was just the terrain. Uh, no yeah, so look at Rashi, Rashi holds, we don't really care about the sub-zones, we're just saying the Shalash Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Tysus talks about the sub-zones. But you're right. That's probably the Machlekes Rashi and Taisus. Doesn't really do anything. Maybe just a natural phenomenon. There's three different types of terrain in these three regions. Okay, me not immediately. How do you know this concept of three regions in in the uh, in the land? So I'm Rav Chama Bar Ukva. I'm Rav Yosi Bar Chanina. I'm Akra. Ulevehemtecha v'lachaya sherber atzacha. So it says over there. Kozman shechaya achelas minasade. Any time that the animals are able to eat in the field, ha'achel, you can eat it lebehemah shabbai. You can feed it to your animals. You can eat it yourself, right? But kol lechaya shabbasad. There's no longer fruit left for the animals in the field. Kalei lebehem tchamenabayis. Then at that point, you have to bring out your your own personal produce and bring it outside. That's what we call beer. Okay, that's the that's the uh, psukim. Ugamiri, and we know the ein chayes shebiyehuda gedela perish shebagalil. Ein chayes shebagalil gedela perish shebiyehuda. For some reason, these three regions this was known to them that the animals were very specific. They're very picky, and they only you know would roam around in their region. And therefore, you have to figure out in my region. Do we still have fruit left for the animals? And if the answer is no, then they have to do beer. Ah, they could go to up north. They're not going to. And because they're not going to, there's no longer uh, they don't have access to the fruit. And that's when we have to do beer. Okay, just a standalone sugya regarding the shalosh aratzais for for the halacha of beer. Let's keep going. Tana Rabbana. Their region, but not the sub, the they would keep going, yeah. Terrain, this and that, yeah. It seems like they would. You'll have to ask our expert about that. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't do that. Those animals. Next. Turn around and pay Let's say fruit of Shemitah ended up in, from, from in Chutzlaretz. You go to your wine store. Again, we're going to get to this. Mirza Shem will learn how Shemitah together. So you, you find wine in your wine store. Oh, 
and it's, I think it's 2022, is going to be the, the harvest. So halacha is, what do you do? It's, it's mishas beer. You read on your, on your uh, you, you get an email from the OU or from your favorite hashkacha. The beer for grapes is, is in two weeks. Okay, now you look in your bottle. Hey, I, my, I have a bottle of wine. What do I do with it? So halacha is misbar, mechomakam shein. You make it hafker, you bring it to shul, you say this is hafker. And everyone can drink it. Doesn't help to make it hefker in chutlaritz. Or you have to actually bring it back to Yisrael. Sorry, Yisrael, and you have to do beer there. Bring it back. It says that's when you have to bring it back. You're already darshan from there that if there's fruit available, you're allowed to eat it. If there's no fruit available, you have to take it out. So you already used that pasta. So the Gemara says, Kari bay ba'aretz ba'aretzecha. They could have said ba'aretz. Why did they say ba'aretzecha? It's telling me two things. Yinami, me'asher ba'aretzecha, the other word, asher, that's the significant part. Just by the way, whenever you're, if you're buying it with hashkacha, most of the time they avoid these beer issues with oitzer bezdin. I don't want to get complicated, but, but don't get so nervous when you're purchasing wine in a few years. Okay, Rav Safra, not from Eretz Yisrael, Lechutz Laaretz. Rav Safra went from Eretz Yisrael, Lechutz Laaretz, Havadei Garba Dechamer Deshviyas. He had with him, he, he took for the trip, a barrel of wine from Shemitah, Lavu Bahadei, Rav Huna, Breder of Ika, Rav Kahana. So, hanging out with him in the hotel with these two fellows, Rav Huna and Rav Kahana. Amar Lahu, so Rav Safra asked them, Ika d'shmili minid Rav Avod, did you hear about this psaq of Rav Avod, halach Rav Shimon Elazar, or lie? Did, uh, did you hear from Rav Avod, if he passed like a Shimon Elazar, that you have to go back to Eretz Yisrael with your bottle of wine, or lie, or not? So Amar Rav Kahana, hachi Amar Rav Avod, halach Rav Shimon Elazar. Rav Avod said, halach is like a Shimon Elazar. Amar Rav Huna Breda of Ika, hachi Amar Rav Avod, ain't halach Rav Shimon Elazar. So great, he meets two, two Rabbanan, and he gets two different opinions. Some Rav Safra, Rav Safra says, Nekoit hakolo de Rav Huna biyadach. We should always hold on to the opinion of Rav Huna. Why? The Doyek v'gamer shmaita. So when he learned, he was medayik, he was precise. Mipume de Rebbe, from the mouth of his Rebbe, ki rechava de Pumpadisa, like rechava was the name of Anamaira of Pumpadisa. Dam rechava, rechava said, go back to the first paragraph of Pesachim, and he used to say it specifically. He didn't just say that there was an instab there. He said that it was uh, it was benches, uh, rows on rows. And the point is that he used very specific language how he described it. So if Rav Aviabo is, I'm sorry, if Rav Huna is saying something, Rav Huna must know what he's talking about because he is daik just like Rechava. Okay. However, Kavayale Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef called about Rav Safra. He said, "Ami be'etz Yishal umakla yagaloi." And it's a play on words there. He's saying that "Ami, my nation be'etz," which means wood. But here he's saying it means they're asking me advice. Umakla yagaloi. I should tell him the kula kol amekola. Whoever's mekol magaloi, he should be the one to speak. And therefore, he paskin the kula. This is actually how he paskin. You have to bring your fruit back to Eretz Yisrael. Somehow, you you have access to shmita product. And the Zman beer comes, the Zman for grapes are done, and there's no more grapes in the field. Halachas, you could do beer, whatever that means, in your town. You don't have to go back to our Tzobi or Mekel like this Shita. All right, we'll stop here. Yashar Koyach.